You're listening to the AI Ireland podcast. My name is Mark Kelly, the founder of AI Ireland. If you're new to the podcast, AI Ireland's mission is to accelerate the use of AI for the benefit of our society, our competitiveness, and everyone living in Ireland. To achieve this, we run projects of national interest, most notably the Artificial Intelligence Awards, which are occurring on the 23rd of November 2022. We wanted to contribute to a culture of sharing, cooperation, action in the Irish AI ecosystem. I'd like to say a special thank you to our sponsors and principal sponsor, Microsoft, for their continued support for the Artificial Intelligence Award. Hope you enjoyed the show today. And if you have any recommendations for future guests, please reach out to mark at AIAwards.ie. Now on to the show. Hello, everybody. It's Mark Kelly here from AI Ireland. Hope you are doing really, really well today. And in the run-up to the Artificial Intelligence Award, I've had the pleasure of speaking to Dr. Florian Osman. Uh, Dr. Florian is Head of AI Governance and Regulatory Innovation at the Alan Turin Institute. And we've had the opportunity to speak to Dr. Florian as he is on a visit over to Ireland and meeting some people to share some of the key messages and some of the research that he's doing in the UK. Dr. Florian, very, very good to have you on the show today. Thank you very much. It's a, it's a great pleasure to be here. Thank you. Good. Would you mind telling us a little bit about your role day to day within the UK and some of the type of research that you're involved in? Yes, absolutely. Maybe I'll start by saying a few words about the Alan Turing Institute for those listeners who may not have heard about the Institute before. So the Alan Turing Institute is the UK's National Institute for Data Science and AI. We are based in London. Um, that's where I am based and my team is based. Um, but we rely and essentially consist of a network of universities that has grown over time. We currently have 13 partner universities across the UK. So we have a large number of researchers situated at, the, at those universities. Um, so in many ways, the Turing is a hub, um, a connector of academic data science and AI expertise across the university landscape in the UK. But that's only one part of the mission. On, on the other hand, the Turing Institute also plays the role of acting as a bridge between the academic research community and the non-academic world, as it were. So that includes um, connecting academic research to industry and translating research into commercial applications through uh, strategic partnerships with, uh, with partners in the private sector. But it also includes um, acting as a bridge to government um, and working with government, advising government around um, issues of AI. And sort of that's where my work is situated, the connection to government. So the Turing Institute is divided into different research programs, um, and I'm a member of the public policy program within the Institute. The public policy program's mission is to think about the implications of AI for government. And that includes, on the one hand, thinking about how government can use AI for its own purposes um, to improve policymaking, to improve the delivery of public services. But it also includes thinking about the governance of AI technology, so the role that government should play in regulating AI, and then also thinking about um, non-regulatory measures of uh, uh, governing uh, AI and ensuring that AI is developed and used responsibly. One important uh, aspect of sort of the non-regulatory governance side are standards and our work on uh, standards for AI, and I, I may say a bit more about about that later on. Um, but maybe I'll, I'll I'll just say a few words about you know why I think this is a, such a fascinating area to work in, and the go governance of AI. Um, 
uh, is you know has been a rapidly evolving field over the last few years as I'm, I'm sure many of your listeners uh, are well aware anyone working in the space is aware of the regulatory initiatives that are uh, ongoing such as the use ai act and the many ethical and regulatory questions that that ai tools raise and so one project that i've been involved in over the last couple of years has focused on the use of ai in financial services we worked very closely with the financial conduct authority which is the uk's conduct regulator for financial institutions um, to write a report about the implications and the questions that ai raises in financial services from an ethical and regulatory perspective and one thing that's been fascinating about that is the wide range of different use cases that that exist within financial services and then the different kinds of regulatory questions that each use case raises and sort of the the diversity of these questions is really you know it's one of the things that are fascinating and by bringing so many different people into the conversation, you start to understand the problems that need to be solved from a variety of different ways. And these are fundamental challenges that everybody needs to be aware of, because as the technology becomes more and more um, innovative, uh, it's going at a very, very quick speed. Regulation can sometimes lag behind, and we want to make sure that we actually have trust and privacy at the foundation of everything we do because if we don't trust or we don't quite understand how the decisions are being made by the technology it's very very hard to replicate this in a, in a way people feel consistent with with it as well so thank you very much for that overview so you've been over in ireland uh, meeting a variety of different people for, for your short stay tell us a little bit about uh, your visit so far and how do you think the uk and ireland can collaborate on the development of ai technologies that can benefit society yeah, so I uh, it's been a short visit. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have that much time, but um, I uh, arrived um, uh, on Tuesday evening and then spent uh, most of yesterday um, in various meetings um, and uh, visits, uh, which was fascinating. Um, so it was the first time that I visited Ireland in sort of a, a, a work-related capacity. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I'm really impressed by sort of the you know what 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 I got to see, um, which in many ways I'm sure was only the the surface. Um, and I'm very much looking forward to following up on on various of the connections that we've been able to make. Um, we did have uh, various conversations. The, the visit was organised by the UK, the British Embassy. Um, so we we had some internal meetings there to to discuss. Um, collaboration, um, um, you know, with with the embassy uh, going forward. Um, we then had a visit um, at the Adapt Research Center um, in uh, at the, the Dublin City University campus, um, which uh, yeah was was um, very impressive. Um, and uh, you know, in many ways, the Adapt Research Center I think performs functions that are very similar to the Turing's mission in terms of acting as a hub, bringing together expertise um, across different areas of AI research and um, including on the governance side. So like the Turing, um, you know, the center combines technical research, but also significant amount of work thinking about governance and uh, ethical societal aspects. It also includes a significant amount of work on standards. 
um, related to AI um, that's happening at ADAPT. Um, and that, you know, is another aspect that will be relevant to, to our work at Turing. And so, I, yeah, as I said, in many ways, it was the beginning of a conversation, but there, there will be a lot of, uh, uh, you know, connections that, that I'm looking forward to exploring um, going forward. And then we had a dinner um, in the evening um, hosted by the British ambassador, um, which brought together uh, quite a wide range of representatives from across the academic sector, the private sector, working on AI in Ireland. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, that, that was another fascinating opportunity to uh, exchange ideas. We had, we had very good discussions around the direction of AI governance and policymaking from a comparative, comparative perspective, thinking about EU developments, thinking about the UK government's approach as it evolves, um, and then more concretely uh, looking at possible areas, areas of collaboration. Yeah, I think strengthening those ties and those introductory meetings can be so important, particularly in person as well, which which really helps uh, building those relationships it, it, as well. Tell us a little bit about the AI Standards Hub. Um, I know it's a, it's a government-backed uh, scheme in the UK, but you're really looking for collaboration from everyone. Yes, so the AI Standards Hub is a newly launched initiative. Um, we it's just about a month ago, actually, that, that we launched. Um, there is a website for it, aistandardshub.org. So any listeners interested in it, um, uh, we'd be delighted to, uh, you know, if you, if you took a look at, at the website. It's an interactive website with the ability to sign up for a user account and to engage online. Um, I very much hope that you know, we'll grow that community over time in an international way. So it's a UK initiative, but it, we're very much uh, keen to to use it as a platform for international collaboration. So uh, the platform is really open to to anyone who's interested in the topic. Now, what is the topic? Um, so AI standards um, are an important topic, increasingly important topic for uh, AI governance. When we say standards in this context, what we mean are standards developed by formally recognized standards development organizations. So uh, many may, may be familiar with ISO as an organization, ISO standards or IEEE as a standard setting organization. So these are standards that uh, play an important role historically in many areas of technology um, or you know, many areas of life. You know, paper sizes are standards. Um, the shape of power plugs is standardized. Um, safety of electrical devices is subject to standards. So standards in, in many ways permeate many areas of life. And increasingly, there is work in those organizations to develop standards for AI technologies. And there's an important recognition, um, I think, around the world, um, including in the UK government's thinking on AI governance, um, on the role that standards can play. So on the one hand, standards can play an important role as tools for governing AI, for example, ensuring that there's appropriate risk management in place, but they can also play a really important role for advancing innovation in terms of enabling knowledge sharing, knowledge transfer, and enabling international trade, for example, and market access. Now, there has almost been an explosion of work on AI-related standards across a wide range of different standards development organizations um, around the world in recent years. And as a result, it's become quite difficult already now for stakeholders to keep track of what standards are being developed, what standards are relevant to a particular context. For example, if I'm a startup um, developing AI for healthcare, you know, which are the standards that I should be 
interested in and following more closely. We also know that not all stakeholder groups whose interests will be affected by standards are equally well represented in their development traditionally. So particular groups that tend to find it difficult to participate actively in the development of standards are, for example, SMEs and startups, um, also civil society organizations, uh, consumer groups, and sometimes regulators. And uh, at the core of the, the mission of the AI standards are the recognition that in order for standards to fulfill their role effectively and to be adequate and trustworthy, it's important that all of these stakeholder groups have their say and are actively involved in the development of standards. So in many ways, what the Standards Hub is trying to do is to uh, provide a platform, provide a forum for conversations that empower stakeholders to become actively involved in the field of AI standardization through a combination of um, you know, community building, training. Our website provides a number of e-learning materials um, that you know, helps users to understand how standards are being developed. Um, and then strategic research to identify, you know, what stand areas of standardization are important, what gaps remain in comparison to standards that are already being developed, what are priority areas, um, and the strategic research angle, you know, is is among the angles where international collaboration um, is very important because we know that in order for standard development to advance successfully. Uh, there is a need for international alignment. So we are very interested, you know, in among other things, collaborating around, uh, you know, developing shared views across countries, say between the UK and Ireland, around what types of standards are needed, um, what's currently missing, how gaps should be addressed, and so on. There's quite a lot to go us, as you said, because a lot of people are taking the initiative to roll out the standard, come up with different ideas. You've got the AI uh, EU Act, you know, they're, they're driving it across. And there's so many different stakeholders' perspectives trying to put it into put it into practice and put it into effect. So having some benchmarks to, to work through, it just allows people to feel a lot more at ease. We understand now there's a real appetite for this because there's case studies adding significant value now from how machine learning can be applied. We're already seeing that with our own AI awards this year, but it's trying to make sure that at the foundation of everything that's been done, there's a certain practices and value system that's adhered to because for the for, for AI to scale and to be managed for the long term, people have to trust it and feel like the process have been worked on accordingly and privacy is at the foundation of everything that's been done. So that website you mentioned with the e-learning materials and people being able to give their input and bring different people together sounds like a really, really good tool to allow that conversation to continue and come out with a framework for people to use. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned the the, the importance of trust and trustworthiness. Um, and precisely for that reason, we have decided that the initial focus of the hub's work will be on a thematic area that we have defined as trustworthy AI. Um, what we'll be doing there initially is to think about trustworthy AI at the horizontal level, in the sense of you know taking a cross-sectoral perspective, in the same way in which a lot of standards currently under development take that cross-sectoral perspective. But it is also clear that over time, as the standardization field advances, there will be an important role for vertical standards, you know, focused on the use of AI in particular sectors. And so those 
vertical perspectives or, or perspectives that we will uh, be looking to add over time. On the trustworthy AI side, maybe worth very mentioning very briefly, um, within that trustworthy AI theme, there are three particular topics that we will be focusing on over the next six months. So anyone interested in those um, topics, you know, maybe particularly interested to follow our events. So the first um, topic is explainability and transparency. The second topic is safety, security and resilience. And the third topic is quantifying uncertainty in machine learning systems. And so for each of those topic areas, we'll um, very soon announce a series of webinars, workshops, also online forum discussions to bring the community together to consider what is needed and how standards can help address those issues. That sounds like a really cohesive effort for to to look at those three areas in uh, distinct sort of focus. So it's it's really really beneficial for people to find out more about that. Uh, and what I'll do is on the podcast episode on the link. Uh, will be more details about how to actually get in touch uh, with that as well. You've been listening to the AI Ireland podcast. I'm the host and founder, Mark Kelly. Today, I've been chatting with Dr. Florian Usman. Dr. Florian is head of AI governance and regulatory innovation at the Alan Turing Institute. And he's been telling us a little bit about his visit to Ireland, building relationships with the ecosystem here. And we'll talk about how the UK and Ireland can build collaborate and work on AI technologies that can benefit society. And we finally chatted a little bit about AI Standards Hub and the initiative that the UK are driving across um, the water, but how they're also opening it up to a variety of different people to come together and offer their opinions and advice and how you can leverage some of the tools that they're making available on the website. Dr. Florian, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Membership of AI Ireland plays the organisation at the centre of the fastest growing technology sector in the world today. As a member, you'll have access to our diverse and highly engaged professional community, which is committed to driving artificial intelligence forward in Ireland. Membership of AI Ireland is for any organisation, including data and analytics. We offer memberships to corporate, government and SME organisations. Interested to find out more, contact mark at AIawards.ie.